Welcome to this week's edition of the Seekonk Speedway Race Day Rewind, produced by Susan Media, where we recap all the weekend's racing as part of the 75th anniversary season of the Action Track of the East. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of the Seekonk Speedway podcast series. This time, another Race Day Rewind, recapping all of the events from Friday, June 18th, and Saturday, June 19th, 2021, at Seacock Speedway. Another great weekend of racing is into the books. Great, great, great racing on Fast Friday specifically. Our second week of Fast Friday racing is in the books, and man, Mother Nature canceled the first two events of the year due to rain. The last two have not disappointed with our Fast Friday competitors in all five divisions, putting on one heck of a show at the third mile. Real excited to tell you about all of that, what happened on Friday night. We had a couple guys pick up their second win in two weeks, a couple guys pick up their first behind the wheel in the Fast Friday division. Saturday night, we also had a great night of racing with four different divisions on the track. Only two of them completed feature events due to Mother Nature. Some rain halfway through a sportsman race. Normally, it would be deemed complete if we were right at the halfway point or after. However, only on lap 11 of lap 35, so it's not an official race. I'll tell you about what we're going to do to fix that and the pro stock race that got canceled because of the rain. We'll catch up with that at the end of the show, so stick around to hear what's coming up this Saturday in a very special night of extra racing at Seekonk Speedway. Let's start off with our Fast Friday divisions from June 18th and the Seekonk Grand Prix Bandolero Bandits for the second straight week. Darren Krantz Jr. wheels the number 31 into Everett's Auto Parts Victory Lane. This kid has been impressive ever since he stepped foot at Seacock Speedway, picking up now, oh, I would say at least eight wins in his career at the third mile. All of them coming in the Bandit division and all of them coming in very impressive fashion behind the wheel of that number 31. Krantz has been quick and again on Friday night, he jumps out early, dominates the race and picks up the checkered flag once again. Darren's been traveling up and down the East Coast, competing in different races with Inex. That may be at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. He's competed at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. In their infield, he's competed at a bunch of other tracks. And Darren's been really impressive, specifically behind the wheel at Seacock. So really looking forward to seeing if any of these drivers can knock him off here. As the season goes along on Friday, Meliana Shalowski and Ryan Vaness Jr. were close. They ran with him. Not able to get around him in the end. Krantz wins it. Shawatsky crossed the line second and Ryan Vaness third. However, some contact between Shawatsky and Vaness deemed a penalty to Shawatsky. Two-position penalty post-race. So, that left Krantz the winner, Vaness second, Mike Hannafin with a fantastic run in third spot. Fourth was Shawatsky after the penalty and Sam Macedo in fifth. So a good run for all five of those drivers in the Bandolero Bandits. A couple guys exited the race early. Unfortunately, Nick Uring Jr. was on that tra uh, trail for the second straight week. Hope he gets that turned around next week. And R.J. Murphy was involved in a scary crash in practice uh, that halted us for a little bit. He was okay. A uh, few bumps and bruises, but nothing overly severe there. Thank God. A scary crash there for R.J. We wish our best to him and hope to see him back at the track here in the next couple weeks with a fixed ride and a little bit of a healed up body. He's going to be sore probably for a while after that incident. But again, testament to the safety in the Bandoleros. Great to see him okay after that incident. So there you have the Bandolero Bandits. Of course, both Bandolero divisions presented in 2021 by Seacock Grand Prix, located in Seacock Bass. They've got arcade fun, 
go-karts, bumper boats, bumper cars, and more. You can check them out. Actually, just about maybe a mile at most up the street from Seekonk Speedway. All right, let's move on to the other Bandolero division. Behind the wheel of the victor in this race was the number eight of Joey LeMay. Now, an impressive run for Joey LeMay behind the wheel the first week of the season. He had a, a, a okay run, led some laps, finished second. Not exactly what he really wanted behind the wheel. However, back up a second and recognize that between him and the other competitors in the Bandolero Outlaw Division this year, these guys have put on one heck of a show behind the wheel. What May picked up the win uh, in this one behind the wheel of that number eight, of course, parking the Everett's Auto Parts car in Everett's Auto Parts Victory Lane. That's always good when you're promoting your own sponsor and celebrating in their victory lane. But not an easy race for him behind the wheel for LeMay. Ends up in victory lane, but he has to hold off Brent Robideau with a late charge to finish second. I believe that is going to be his best career run in his career behind the wheel of a Seacott Grand Prix Bandolero. Moving up from the Bandit division to the Outlaws this year, Robideau with a great second place run. Again, the difference between the Bandolero Bandits and the Outlaws, basically just age and a restrictor plate that's a little bit quicker around the track, but we're not talking about anything much at all. Mostly the age difference here in these two divisions. And behind the wheel of Robodeau's car, Brent's been strong, impressive, and he picks up a nice, solid second-place finish. Third was Jace Mungin driving the Chaber Motorsports car. On the flip side of the Chaber Motorsports team, Nick Chaber Jr. has not had a good start to the season. Behind the wheel of his double-zero, Jace, though, the opposite of that, a very strong run to start the year. Behind the wheel for Jace Mungin, a nice solid third place finish on Friday night. Fourth was Adam Harrison behind the wheel of the number 47. Nice solid run for him. A little bit of a quiet night for the driver of that car, but a solid fourth place finish. And Richie Helger Jr. had a little bit of a mechanical issue going on during the race. And unfortunately, uh, that relegated him to a fifth place finish. Still able to survive and get the solid fifth place run. That could be important in the points come later in the season, recognizing that he had a mechanical issue and was able to wheel that number 99 still to a fifth place finish and get the points he needed to uh, contend for the championship as the season goes along. So LeMay with a second in week one and a first in week two in the Bandolero Outlaws. So there you have your Bandolero divisions for the first two weeks of the season. Before we take a break, let's talk about the Sport 4 class and their round number two. Uh, last week was round number two of the season for the Sport 4 Division. I had to think about that for a second with the way Mother Nature has wreaked havoc with us on Friday night. An impressive start to the year, though, for Crystal Murray behind the wheel of her Murray's Garage, number 38. Second time she's in the top five in the first two races and the second time that Dave Westgate leads a bunch of laps early. Now, Westgate jumped out front, took the early advantage with Crystal Murray following closely behind into second. When they got into lap traffic, though, it didn't end well for Westgate. He got kind of boxed in behind some lap cars, essentially blocked uh, by a couple of lap cars. That allowed Crystal Murray to get a run. Murray took the lead, and Murray hangs on to pick up a win in the second race of the season for the Sport 4. Again, a little bit of help from lap traffic, but Crystal's been fast in the first two weeks of the season. Very impressive behind the wheel of that number 38, and she picks up the victory. Westgate was able to settle for second. That's his second straight finish in the runner-up spot. I know he wants to win, but a good start to the season with two runner-up finishes. Mikey Gafford came right to the front from the back. He had won the first race of the season the week before. 
And look what he does in week two. A nice, solid second uh, effort here for the number 13 with a third-place finish behind the wheel of the Wucky Racing Machine. Fourth was Carlin Levesque in a nice, strong run there for the driver of the number 44, that red and yellow machine, off to a strong start. And Dave Simpson, Jr., Rounds out the top five in the Green to Checker event for the Sport 4. No cautions on Friday night. 25 laps. These guys have had quite the start to the season. Very impressive behind the wheel for these Sport 4 competitors to run a Green to Checker race. And since they did, the Green to Checker Challenge is presented by Helger South Coast Power Equipment this year and Bob Sunoco, Crystal Murray, 150 bucks richer because of the Green to Checker Challenge. The winner does a $100 bonus goes to them for picking up the victory in a green to checker race. She also did a random draw. $50 going to Taylor Bowser from her 12th place finish in the feature as part of this challenge. And Lambert Brothers Racing also supplying the Grassroots Racing Award going to the winner of the Sport 4 feature this week and that was Crystal Murray. So 150 bucks in Crystal's pocket for winning the Sport 4 feature. Nice job to her. Congratulations to all the drivers for making a green to checker race. That is a tough feat and they were able to accomplish it on Friday night. Take a quick break. When we come back, we'll recap the Knicks Pit Stop Legend Cars, the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks, and then we'll talk to our first guest on this week's edition of the Race Day Rewind. Welcome back from the break. Here as we get ready to recap the Knicks Pit Stop Legend Cars and the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks. Then we will welcome in the winner, of round one of the Phil's Propane Series for the Pure Stocks. Let's start with the Legend Cars, though. Second time in two weeks that Luke LeBrun holds the checkered flag out the side of his Nicholas Scola Racing. Number 88, second time also that Brendan Hammond crosses in the runner-up spot. If you remember, back in week one, Hammond and LeBrun went down to the line inches apart, and LeBrun picked up the win. This time, LeBrun with a little bit bigger of a gap out front, but Hammond able to finish second battling Reese Bogue to the finish for the number two spot. Another great race for the Legends. Great stuff to open the year from this division as well. They've been clean. They've been racing hard and clean up front. And uh, congratulations to Luke LeBrun returning this year with a heavy amount of sponsorship from B&M Maintenance. I know he's posted on Facebook a couple times. Big thanks to B&M Maintenance. And uh, we'll get Luke on, I'm sure, here on the podcast series as we go along through the season. I don't think that's going to be the final time that we see him carry the checkered flag, but he's definitely been impressive in the first two weeks of the year behind the wheel of that number 88. So congratulations to him going two for two on the year. Second place was Hammond, as I mentioned. Reese Bogue in just his second oval start at Seacock Speedway in a legend car with a third place finish. Wraps the podium, the former Seacock Grand Prix Bandolero champion with a great job in the legend cars to finish in the third spot. Fourth was Giovanni Ruggiero in the Scott Harkin Racing entry and also a Scott Harkin Racing entry behind him, Mason Tessier, with a fifth place finish. Mason led laps early in this race. He's done that the first two weeks. He's coming closer to sealing the deal for his first Legend Cars win. I'm also expecting to see that over the course of the season. So Tessier, four, uh, fifth on the grid. There's your top five. Jake Johnson did not make time trials. He started at the rear of the feature and somehow... The defending champion of this division, who uh, is not planning to run full-time, so maybe he's the reigning champion for right now. Unfortunately, while racing for second, it might have been third with Brandon Hammond. He was right inside the front of the field. A little bit of contact. He got spun towards the outside wall and uh, did not finish. But Jake Johnson continues to put on a show from the back of the field in these legend cars. So did LeBron and Hammond, though, coming from the bottom of the top ten. 
to finish up front. Coming up next for the Legends will be round one of there's Phil's Propane Triple Crown 30 laps coming up on Friday night, June 25th. You're not going to want to miss that with a few special surprise drivers possibly jumping in for the first time this season. Speaking of the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series, round one for the Helger South Coast Power Equipment. Pure Stocks is in the books, 30 laps for them. And I uh, wrote a little note here, nice clean race overall for the Pure Stocks in round one of their Triple Crown. And for the second time in the first two weeks, Danny Massa takes down the win. Now we're seeing a trend here. Wilk Wibrun, two for two in the Legends. Darren Krantz, two for two in the Bandolero Bandits. And now Danny Massa, two for two in the Helgers South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stock. So congratulations to Danny. Nice solid run to open the year for him behind the wheel of the Helgers at number 41. He's been the class of the field in the first two weeks. Now remember, over the course of the season, the Helgers South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks are on a new tire this year. So that's something to keep monitor on. It's kind of a new era for this division, moving from a street tire to a racing tire. And uh, for me personally, it's put on a better show. It's closed the gap between the fastest cars and the slowest cars. Made a couple guys pick up their program a little bit. But uh, Massa's been quick. Two wins on the season so far. Joey Morissette was second. Greg Perry third. That is the same podium finishers from week one. So those three seem like they're going to be the guys here. Massa, Morissette, and Perry that are going to contend for the championship over the course of the 2021 season. Speaking championship, speaking of Danny Massa, we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to welcome in the driver of the Helger South Coast Power Equipment, number 41, two-time feature winner, Danny Massa, joins us around the turn. All right, welcome back to the Seacon Speedway Race Day Rewind. I mentioned before the break, we were going to welcome in the winner of the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks, round one of the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series for them. And again, for the second spot here in the first two weeks of the season, Danny Massa picks up a big win in the Helger's Pure Stocks. Again, this time, though, round one of the Phil's Propane Series, which I know he's happy about, going to walk himself into the finale to chase that Phil's Propane Championship. He is also chasing... The Drivers' Championship in 2021, and Danny, two wins in the first two weeks of the season. That's a pretty dang good start. Walk me through what this has been like here, uh, adjusting to this new tire and jumping out here, and clearly been the class of the field. The first two weeks has got to feel pretty good. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it is a challenge with these new tires, not being used to the uh, race tires and used to the shape tires. It's a uh, it's a challenge, but. We're learning more in the features than the practices with these tires, and it's working out to our favor. We're pretty consistent to uh, be able to come through the pack and lead and hold everyone off, but it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Yeah, it ha I mean, it hasn't been easy. And you look at the guys that are running up front there with you uh, in the Pure Stock Division. Of course, you're a good friend and teammate, Greg Perry has been in the podium the first two weeks. The first week, he drove from the back after a dead battery qualifying and finished up there. This week, he starts closer to the front, still finishes up there. Joey Morissette's been really strong as well with two podium runs to open the season. It's been the three of you, and uh, we were just talking off the air, of course, in the Pure Stocks. When you win a couple races in a row like that, you've got to add some weight uh, to the car, and uh, that may have an impact, right, on how things go this week. Are you excited to try that out and see what it does? Uh, I don't know if I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I've only ran with weight once, and it didn't hurt me, but I really wasn't used to it. So now 
doing it with these tires. I'm going to be the first one. So it may hurt me. It may help me. I'm hoping it helps, but I'm glad to do it now and get some info on it. That way, later on in the season, if we get more weight added, then uh, we have some notes on it. Yeah, but, the, the notes are going to be important, right? Especially when you're chasing a championship. That's got to be on your mind as well here in the first two weeks to jump out front and be the points leader here early on. Yeah, but when you stop points racing, you kind of lose focus and stuff happens and you start going sideways. And I'd rather just go out, have fun, and be consistent, you know? But just having two wins don't mean I'm far ahead. Joey's right there and Greg's right there too, so... I could mess up, and they could be 10 points ahead of me this week. So it's a little early, but I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, you're going to play it out starting this Friday night. Of course, Danny starting in the back the first two weeks has worked his way to the front. He's going to try to do that again coming up this Friday night. Danny, I know there's some people uh, on that car. There's some sponsors uh, that you've got here that you're really thankful for, and also some crew. You guys got a lot of people as part of this little team you've got together in the Pure Stocks. You're all good friends. Uh, who, who's part of this effort here that's allowing you to go out there and be this competitive and win the first two weeks of the year? Well, Kyle Bell, is, he's, uh, he's been a huge help behind the scenes. And uh, Tom Scully III, he's, he's another huge help that's always there at the track helping out. And then you got Tommy at TFB, Greg, he helps out. Um, who else do we have? There's a ton of people down there. You got Jared that helps out down there. Twiggy. You got Mike. Dave Westgate. And then the sponsors, you have Richie Helga, who he sponsors the division. And I'm lucky enough that he sponsors me. Uh, Daryl Dutch Auto Body. He's another huge help. Mark Murphy Auto Body. Nature Shield. And TFB racing again. Yeah, I mean, you got some good sponsors there. And uh, I think I said it in Victory Lane on Friday when Danny came down and uh, celebrated in Victory Lane. He's probably one of the guys that's got the most sponsors in the Pure Stock Division. And, uh, dang, how about that, Danny? Two wins in the first two weeks this season. Congratulations. Very impressive start uh, to your campaign. And I think we'll be probably talking to you again here as the season goes along. But uh, best of luck here for the time being. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, thank you, Kyle. And thank you for putting this on, too. All right. That's been Danny Massa. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to transition to NASCAR Saturday and the rain and everything else that happened from Saturday night. Stick with us. All right. Welcome back for the break. Transitioning now to NASCAR Saturday night from June 19th. Thanks to Danny Massa for joining us. As part of the Race Day Rewind Series, congratulations on going two for two. Big congrats goes out to Wilkwa Brun and the Legends, Joey LeMay and Darren Krantz in the Bandoleros, and Crystal Murray in the Sport 4 Division. Coming up next Friday night, we will preview that here in a moment, but the Fast Friday Series returns next Friday. Let's do that now. The Knicks Pit Stop Legends, as I mentioned earlier, round one of their Triple Crown Series, and we'll have the Bandolero Bandits and Outlaws, both presented by Seacott Grand Prix. Helger South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks, and then, of course, the Knicks Pit Stop Legends in the Triple Crown. So it's Friday night, June 25th. Tickets are just $10 for adults. Come on down and join us. You can buy tickets online right now at SeacockTickets.net and skip the line when you get to the track. NASCAR Saturday, as I mentioned, kind of a half a night here. We ran all the heat races. 
The Troy City Tactical Spectator Drags kicked off the show with another great, exciting run for them. And uh, then we ran two full features. The Everett's Auto Parts Late Models was completed, and uh, the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks were completed. Two fantastic races, again, for both of these divisions. I'll recap them in a second. However, then we had Mother Nature step in and rain on our parade at lap number 11 of the 35-lap Helger South Coast Power Equipment Sportsman feature, which was round one of their Triple Crown Series. There is going to be an interesting Saturday night coming up with essentially a double feature, basically, lined up in the schedule. I'll go over that here in a few minutes, but let's recap what happened in these other two races that did take the checkered flag. First, the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks were on the track. Mike Cavallaro leads most of this race in a brand new truck that he's got here over the last couple weeks. And essentially, the way I look at it, this is the return of Mike Cavallaro, essentially. I mean, a multiple-time champion of this division, dominated this division for many years. Here he comes, rising back to the top on a brand new truck. And then Barry Shaw snags it away from him in the final few corners. His fifth win of the year for Barry Shaw behind the wheel of the Everett's Auto Parts machine. Obviously been very impressive start to the year for him. He wins this race though by just a mere 39 hundredths of a second. That's basically just a few feet on the racetrack. So congratulations to Barry and Mike Cavallaro for getting back to the podium. His victory I'm sure is coming soon behind the wheel of that number 80. Brittany Campbell on the podium once again behind the wheel of that number eight truck. If you look over the last couple of weeks, Campbell's finished in the top five now behind the wheel. 42 points would grant her 50, 48, 46, 44, 42. That's fifth place. Remember, it's 50 points to win a race, two points on down throughout the field for every driver. Brittany's got top five finishes in the last five races and uh, third place finishes in three out of those events. So Brittany Campbell, been impressive behind the wheel here in the first couple of weeks of the season behind the wheel of that number eight, the Timmy Brown music entry. Amy Arsenal, also been impressive. We spoke to her a couple weeks ago on the Race Day Rewind podcast. Amy with a nice solid fourth place finish in a Saturday's Chaz Auto Body Sport Truck feature. And veteran competitor Lenny Guy rounds out the top five in the number 77. Great run by Lenny to return to the top five in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Truck. So there you have your recap of the Sport Truck feature coming up around the turn here. We're going to talk to Barry Shaw Jr. coming off his big wins to open the season. Five victories and an impressive points lead early. Jumping out there in the points by 30 ahead of Rick Martin so far. There you have your trucks. The weight models competed in round one of the Diamond Series presented by Everett's Auto Parts. First 50 lap feature of the season for them. Remember the Triple Crown races are 45, not 50 laps. And... Uh, Wow. Richie Murray had a great run, started seventh, and only his fourth late model race, he jumps out to the lead from seventh, leads the most laps in the race, seems to be that he's going to be the one that they're going to have to beat for the win, and they beat him. Richie did a great job, I think a few rookie mistakes, I think he'd agree, learning a little bit of the division and uh, the way the car drives as the former sport truck champions jumped into the late models here in the middle of the season, and uh, still a great run, led a lot of laps, nice solid finish for him. He comes home on the podium in third. But the winner is Nick Johnson behind the wheel of the Lynch Propane Trucks entry. Uh, excuse me, the Propane Plus entry. Man, the Johnson family has a couple different propane companies in the family. And it's hard to remember which one goes with which. But Propane Plus, the sponsor on Nick Johnson's entry behind the wheel of the number six. He did a great job. Started deep in the field. Worked his way to the front in uh, basically his first start of the year at Seacon. 
He's run elsewhere so far this year, but nothing at the third mile. And man, was Nick Johnson impressive on Saturday night. Jumping from the back to the front, he passed Jerry DeCasparri, who had just got around Richie Murray a few laps earlier. And Johnson snags the flag in the final few laps. He is the seventh different winner in the first eight races for the Everett's Auto Parts late models. Impressive. Very impressive. A very competitive division, and they've put on a great show so far this year. So Johnson adds his name to the list. Jerry DeCasparri second. As I mentioned, Richie Murray was third. Vinny Renegato, the points leader. A nice solid fourth place finish in the extra distance race to keep his points lead. And Josh Hedges came from the back of the field to round out the top five. A Renegato leads Jerry DeCasparri by 22 points in the late model championship battle. Josh Hedges is third in that championship battle behind the wheel of the number 29. Jerry 22 back. Josh is 30 back. And those three have distanced themselves in the late models. I mentioned the trucks. Barry Shaw up by 30 over Rick Martin and a healthier margin behind that over 50 back to Amy Arsenal in third. Let's take a quick break and we are going to welcome in the driver of the number 85 in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks. Five wins on the season in the first seven races. He finished second in the other two events. He's been first or second all year, and he's coming on the podcast for the first time in 2021. Barry Shaw Jr. joins us up next. All right, welcome back from the break. We've talked about Barry Shaw a lot this year, picking up five wins now in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks to start off the 2021 season. We mentioned earlier he's in the points lead after the first, oh, I don't know, seven weeks of the season. But the bigger feat for me, five wins in the first seven races, and the other two races that he didn't win, he finished second. So it's been very impressive for this driver so far this year behind the wheel of the Everett's Auto Parts number 85. Barry has now joined us here in the podcast. Barry, man, what a start to the year. What has this been like to be this good consistently here and go to victory lane this many times early in the season? Um, uh, Actually, I definitely did not see this going this way, but... Um... It, it is going this way, so I'm still very excited about, you know, these these past seven races, and uh, it's just great to be up front, you know, it, it's, uh, it's just a, a good feeling, you know, I've been doing this racing for 25 years, and this is, you know, by far the uh, best start of a season that I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, this has obviously been a very, very impressive start. I mean, the fans have watched you dominate some of the races you finished second to rick martin on that one night that was a really close battle this saturday though a completely different ball game you were on the outside probably more on saturday than i've seen you out there all year you've been able to use the outside to your advantage you did again on saturday night of course you're in one of those new trucks here to get the year going obviously they're going really well uh specifically for you however what was that like battling Mike Cavallero there down to the finish? That restart helped you out to get outside him, and you guys had a clean but dogfight there coming to the checkered flag. Yeah, again, um, you know, all the respect in the world for Mike. I mean, he, you know, we gave each other plenty of room. You know, we weren't, you know, banging off of each other. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I just, when that caution come out, I'm like, well, this is my last chance, you know. I, I you know, We'll see what happens, you know. And uh, again, going across the line, it was, I didn't know if he got me or I got him. And uh, like I said, once the caution come out, I look up at the board and I, um, you know, I got him. 
So it was, uh, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been obviously a really impressive start, but to, to do it in that fashion there in the final couple of laps with Mike, who's obviously getting better. Uh, he's behind the wheel of those brand-new trucks now as well. Brittany Campbell's been up there in the podium with you. It wasn't easy the first couple of weeks, but now some of these guys and girls have got some similar equipment-style truck, uh, and, and obviously you've been running well as well. But what has it been like to drive this new truck? You drove the old truck. You had success with that as well. Uh, but I feel like this new truck is suiting you really well specifically in your driving style, and you guys have figured out the setup here pretty quickly. Yeah, we definitely figured out the setup. Um, in far as comparison to the old-style trucks, um, they're night and day. They're night and day. Just, just uh, I mean, it's obvious, you know. Um, they just, they're a lot easier to set up. Um, once you have a good setup, um, and they're just maintaining, you know, your stagger, your, your uh, ride heights, and, uh, you know, and just... It, they, they're just pretty consistent, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been consistent and consistent in victory lane uh, here for Barry over the first seven weeks of the season. Barry, I know there's some people that are helping you. Of course, I mentioned Everett's Auto Parts, a great track sponsor, also on board with your truck. I know maybe a shout-out to them and some others that are working on your crew uh, that you want to give here as we wrap up this segment of the podcast. Absolutely. i got to thank, again, Everett's Auto Parts. Uh, Roy is a great guy to be racing for, uh, Bob. My dad, who's put a lot of time into this race car, uh, Vern Belch has helped us out a lot, too. Um, big shout-out to him. Um, my wife, of course. Um, you know, just everybody that comes, you know, from my family that comes to watch me. Um, you know, it's just great to have them there to see, you know, how good we're doing this year. So it, uh, it means a lot to me. Yeah, Barry's uh, been to Victory Lane, as I mentioned, five times, and his wife has been to Victory Lane on the track. I think before he finally stopped there, all five times. I mean, she's been thrilled as well to see Barry at the front of the field. Barry, appreciate you taking a few minutes, and uh, I wonder if the streak's going to continue for you here as the streak uh, gets going here into the middle of the summer. Obviously, the season gets tougher the further yep. into it you get, but we wish you the best of luck, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon here on the podcast. All right. Thank you so much, Kyle, for having me. appreciate it. All right, that's been Barry Shaw. Five wins in the Everett's Auto Parts Sport Trucks. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to preview what's coming up this coming Saturday night. Barry's going to go for win number six in the trucks and essentially a double feature coming up in the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Sportsman. Stick with us to learn more about that. All right, final segment of the Seacocks Speedway Race Day Rewind, this edition, and I know this is a segment everybody's been waiting for. Again, I want to tell you, Friday night, June 25th, the Fast Friday series is back with the next pit stop legends, Seacock Grand Prix, Bandolero Bandits, and Outlaws, Sport 4s, and the Helgers, South Coast Power Equipment, Pure Stocks. Don't miss that. But here's the big elephant in the room. What are we doing coming up on Saturday night for a big Saturday night of racing? I've teased it a few times. Again, the Sportsman feature last week, Rain on lap 11 of 35. And uh, we're going to start off the night on lap 11 of 35. So right at 6 o'clock, the sportsmen will come out to complete round one, or round two, excuse me, of the Phil's Propane Series. That race will be restarted on lap 11 of 35. And uh, that's going to start off the show. 35 laps the total distance. That means if they're on lap 11, my math is terrible, but that tells me there's 24 laps to go in the Everett's Auto Parts, uh, excuse me, the Phil's Propane Triple Crown Series race for the sports and division. So they'll start off the night, lap 11 of 35, they'll finish their race, they'll have victory lane. Then we'll start off a regular Saturday night of racing. Right after that, the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks will run heats. Then the Everett's Auto Parts Late Models will run heats. Then 
the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Sportsman will come back on the track and run qualifying races for this night of racing. The Pro Stocks are not going to run heats that night because they qualified their division last week and uh, no need to run heats again. So we're just going to wind the feature up the same way we were going to last week. So no Pro Stock heats. We'll have the 25 lap race for the sport trucks up next. Then round two of the Phil's Propane Series for the late models will follow 45 laps. The Sportsman will run their second race of the night. So double features essentially here. First time in years we've done that. 25 laps for the Helger Sportsman. And then the Pro Stock race was supposed to be 50 laps with the Diamond Series. Instead, it's going to be 65. So we've upped that by 15 laps. Pro Stock Diamond Series race, 65 laps. Extra distance on the line and extra money also on the line. Some money going to be added to the purse here uh, and equally distributed uh, due to those drivers not running last week. So an exciting night of racing coming up. Two sportsman races essentially and then your regular action for your trucks and late models and a 15 lap extra race for the pro stocks on top of their already 50. So 65 laps for the pro stocks. Some extra money on the line. That is going to be exciting. See if Dave Darling can continue his streak of winning in the pro stock division. SeaConttickets.net. SeaConttickets.net. That is the place you can buy advanced tickets for all events for the 2021 season. All events are now available over the course of the season. You've got the Thrill Show coming up on July 3rd for Independence Day, including the Mega Fireworks. And coming up on Wednesday night, June 30th, is Open Wheel Wednesday. $10,000 to win for the Speed 51 Modified Madness for the Tri-Track Series. The 350 Smack Super Modifiers are in town for that, and also the NEMA Lights for 50 laps. So that is going to be a good night, Open Wheel Wednesday. But let's shift our attention to this coming weekend, Friday night, June 25th, and Saturday night, June 26th. Two big nights of racing coming up at the Action Track of the East. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Race Day Rewind. Again, I'm Kyle Souza from Souza Media. Thanks to all our partners for jumping on board. Thanks to Ed St. Germain behind the curtain for pushing all the buttons and putting this all together, getting it out to you, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you might be. Share it. Tell your friends to come listen to the podcast series. Drop me a note on Facebook on the Souza Media page if you want to see a specific guest. I think I can make that work. Thanks to Danny Massa. And congratulations on his big win in the Helger South Coast Power Equipment Pure Stocks for joining us and Barry Shaw in the Chaz Auto Body Sport Trucks, his fifth win of the year. Thanks to those two for joining me, and thanks to all of you for listening on the Race Day Rewind series. So long for now, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you at the track. Enjoy the rest of your week, and let's go racing once again at Seacock Speedway.